I actually had the thought yesterday where I'm like, fuck, we got to do another one of these. What? It's like morning radio. <laughs> it's like, fuck, again? We just did one. <laughs> fuck. I'm fucking thinking more shit than I'm just kidding, guys. You know I wouldn't. Can I go ahead? Sorry. No, you. I no, just want to start off um, with uh, this a, me- a medium sized fuck you to Will. I didn't appreciate that photo. You don't respond, Will. Just take this beating. No, I'm joking. Uh, I look better than that. I didn't like that photo. It but made it me look the, ugly. It was funny because that was the face you made. Like, you just going to do this? Last week, Bianca didn't hit record so on her video <laughs> camera for the first five minutes. And she was hung over because she said she leads a sinful life. <laughs> and um, and uh, so Will froze framed her, freeze framed her from from framed her <laughs> on, uh, on, on YouTube. And it was funny for five minutes. Anyways. Um, but she didn't like that. Um, um, how are you? We almost said we'll go apologize. We'll go apologize. Um, I'm great, Bankertons. As we go to air, they're mourning Kobe down at the Staples. As we speak, Michael Jordan was just crying. <clears throat> he had made a good crying meme joke, and how you feel, Neil? and uh, and Harvey was just found guilty. A lot of happened two today. out of five counts, he but they sent get- him right to jail. Without bail. Yeah. But he didn't get charged on the more, more serious crimes. Yeah, he didn't get charged for the life. This uh, what the one of them one of the one of these is like a max of twenty five. One of these is, yeah. yeah. These ones are lower. I think I read something because um there's statute of limitations on some of the allegations. So they can't totally take them in consideration for the two Sentencing. Yeah, for sentencing, it's just kind of more of like a character building. Like, okay, we can't do anything about this one. But, but you did it. But he'll probably get. He'll probably do eight years. That's my guess. Darn. What did What did Cosby get? Um, I don't know. Around eight or thirteen? I don't remember. Something like that. Okay. Um, the. I was just thinking, knowing Ten Harvey, years. he'll like start making movies and in, in in the. <laughs> Behind bars, and it'll be like Sundance, a Sundance sensation, <laughs> where a man behind. I actually did think they should have made a movie about those prisoners who do the Michael Jackson dances. Yeah, um, and they never did. Wait, in the Philippines? Yeah, that seems like you're not nobody. You don't want to wait. You don't want to make that movie, Neil. What are you waiting for, buddy? Don't want to make a movie. Don't like movie people. You should make a documentary at some point. Uh, there is a documentary about that jail. Because I it just came on Netflix not long okay. ago. Um document yeah, I mean it would have been the way the way to make that documentary would have been it would have had to have been a year before that came out. The video yeah. came out. Like that because it's like, oh yeah, now it's just sensation. Guy. Now we're gonna do it again. <laughs> it's just not a good documentary. It's just a sequel to a thing that you already saw. Um so Harvey went right to jail. Um, and I spoke to a black comedian not long ago who was shocked to see, um, a white guy just get convicted and shipped off. It almost never happens. And it was fun. (laughs) I believe it was fun for him to uh, see that. What are your thoughts on Harvey? 
I thought it was funny that um, he brought in the walker. I think the that's walker a tactic. Yeah. That's like, like straight out of the feel, Brady Bunch. Feel bad. <laughs> what yeah. do you mean? There was a one where uh, somebody, like, the Brady Bunch did a courtroom episode where a guy was wearing a neck brace the whole time. And then the big snafu was uh, Mr. Brady dropped his briefcase and the guy turned real quick. And it was like, da-ha, neck's not so hard after all. But that's li- it's like some little rascals. I love your references. Yeah, yeah Brady Bunch. Yeah, so thank you. Old. I'm, old, I'm an old man. He's old. Um, I love that. I love the theater of it all. Yeah. It's fantastic theater. And Whereas Bill Cosby was said hey 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 when he was walking out and then he i'm not gonna lie bill cosby's walking in and out faces were really funny bill cosby's a funny motherfucker yeah he did these i thought that that was yeah um and really captured the gravity of the charges as well (laughs) that was what was great about bill cosby's faces he really captured i liked you see why he won was the first black man to win an emmy for a dramatic role because the guy gets drama he gets uh, I think it was kind of a bit of an OJ deal where, okay, whatever we get you on, we're just going to make you serve the maximum amount for past crimes, you know? Yeah, except they didn't get him for the two big they, ones. Right, but I think what whatever he's, I think in his sentencing, he's probably going to get, you know, his ass. Yeah, I, you hope. Um, I hope, yeah. Yeah, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. We hope. And he's also going to get charged in California, too. Is he? Because I yeah. heard he was. No, he is going to get. I mean, that's what I read in the, today. Fantastic. Um, this guy's guys. Don't worry. There will be no more good movies. <laughs> the streets are safe. The streets are safe. There will be no more Oscar worthy movies. Although this. We, right. We look at Parasite came him. out. We did fine without him. And look at and look a lot of good. It did make uh, Parasite <laughs> fucking Bring ruined my back life. Harvey. I lost a thousand followers on that thing. On that fucking <laughs> really? movie. No. How many yeah, followers? Thousand. Damn. By the way, every rich person has gone, oh, you're absolutely right. The rich people are not parasites. Um, Does it hurt your feelings that people unfollow you? No, I think it's fun. I mean, 400,000 followers. It's like fucking goodbye. I don't give a Bye. Goodbye. Less than a quarter of 1%. (laughs) Goodbye. Also, it's like the the Twain thing is going to be on Netflix and we'll get 10. It's like you just go, okay. My my Netflix debut. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nah, you're not in any of the... I guess the roasts aren't on Netflix. Were you They're in the historic roast? Uh, I was there, yeah. Were you, did you get a cutaway? Yeah, you I nice got some cutaway? cutaways. Oh, there you go. That's, that was your day. I'm always in the damn audience. Um, Kobe Bryant. Why didn't you go? We could have delayed the podcast. To the Kobe Memorial? Because I didn't know him. And I think that if you're going to go to Memorial, you should know the person. What about they touched you in a way where you're like... He I did not touch me in that okay. way. Okay, no um, touching. Uh, he, I like. Were you a Lakers fan? No, yeah. I mean, I wasn't. I, you know, I, it, the problem with Kobe and LeBron is they just don't compare to Michael Jordan. So, as a kid who was like in eighth grade when Michael Jordan, or like I was, Michael you know, Jordan's your guy. Yeah, like it's, and he's also just it's Michael Jordan's Bruce Lee and LeBron and Kobe are Jackie Chan. Where it's like, great, yep. But you'd be great, Jackie Chan. But I just saw Bruce Lee. He uh, just came through here. A reference I understand is Michael Jordan is Sesame Street and Kobe is Barney. Yeah. Okay. 
So like but different Barney, generations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Barney. Uh, yeah, is Barney? Barney seems cheap relative to Sesame Street. <laughs> okay, I, didn't, I wasn't going. You know what I mean? Yeah, it seems terrible. Muppets might have been. We might have accepted Muppets a little more. <laughs> Although Muppets and it's the same house. So it's the same production. Same it's Jim Henson. All that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, or yeah. So not bad. Decent, you know, work with them. Decent people, but you're just not going to be Michael Jordan. For right. me. Or really for anybody. If Michael Jordan had a celebration in life, would you try to go? No. I can't see you trying to go to I'm not going to try to go. I'm not going to deal with the humiliation <laughs> of going denied. to a funeral that has the, all the feel of a club. Like It didn't feel uh, like a club. I promise you getting into that, into Staples Center, <laughs> it felt like a club. I promise you. I bet it was like people, oh no, I'm sure it was, mar- I mean, you know, I'm sure it was like, yeah, to get you can't get in a staple center. It's LA is like any place where there's yeah. a line. Fucking the sweet green is like a club. Any place in LA where there's a line, it's like a club. I was at where was I? I was eating at a dim sum spot in uh Chinatown. And then we wanted to go into this cookbooks, whatever. My friend wanted to go to the store in the same center as Howlin' Rays. And if for people who don't what live in that? LA or people who don't eat chicken. Howlin' Ray's is a, mm. a hot chicken spot in Chinatown that has a two-hour line every day. Two-hour line. Not for me, it doesn't. Every single day. <laughs> I'm not going. So, of course, I'm an asshole, and I was yelling at people eating, was it worth it? <laughs> they're like, it was. Yeah, what are they going to say? It's called right motivated now. reasoning, you fools. That's what you should be yelling. <laughs> it's called motivated reasoning, you fucking idiots. So then one of the people I accosted said oh we didn't wait in the line we got the vip pre-order tickets and i'm like this is for just fried chicken mind you hot fried chicken and they release every day they'll release a few like vip pre-orders so you can just walk to the front of the line like it's a fucking club Uh it's hot chicken yeah that's how once people it's see so, a line, it just creates demand that doesn't. And that's a game I so will just cheesy. never play. I know. LA, I don't want to. When people are like, why don't you charge more for tickets? And that, it gives. The, there's a term for it. I don't remember what it is. But uh, <laughs> okay. but like it's creating demand. But uh, and it's like, fuck you. I don't because I don't want to encourage that in people. Right. I just don't want to. It's like, eh. But it's an L.A. Speciality. Thing. Because I was in mm, I was in New York at this bar and in the back bar they had like a venue like a small little venue and my friend's like oh come to solange's record release party the one before the big one mm-hmm. <clears throat> so i go and to the door guy i'm like oh you know i'm here for the." he didn't care he's like yeah in the back in the back mind you the bar was full no one gave a fuck what was going on in the back yeah in the back it's solange beyonce jay-z and like half the Knowles's, and then the other half are people who like there was no line no one cared there was no checklist. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is the least LA thing I've ever experienced. Yeah. I mean, if this is LA, there would be. People would be selling be, merch outside. It would, there would be merch. It would be chaos. And in yeah. New York, it was like, yeah, yeah, come in. Yeah, I mean, I, the, New York can be douchey too, though. But it's not nearly, not nearly. the degree here. It's I'm actually like, surprised you don't live in New York. Yeah, I mean, I. In a way. Yeah, I, I like it. Temperamentally, it's better it it suits me but i mean certain things are suited but then it's gross so (laughs) so So, like ah but it is gross and it is (laughs) fucking freezing half the year so 
it's not that difficult to <laughs> right uh, you'll be like, fine oh how am i gonna do this like <laughs> nah, it's, i can i get through it somehow. 75 and sunny here um so brad williams the comedian buddy of ours from the store um Good i don't day. i don't i just saw what happened I didn't I didn't click on anything. I it's I saw that he raised money for a kid, a dwarf kid who. uh, I don't know, getting to Disneyland or something. So he raised this. There was a kid being filmed saying he's going to buy Disneyland, apparently three hundred (laughs) fifty thousand dollars. No. So apparently this dwarf kid went. His mom filmed him saying, like, I want to kill myself. I wish someone would kill me because he's getting bullied. So she put it online and saying, like, this is what happens when you bully kids. not cool. And then all these celebrities sent, you know, love, support. Brad raised a bunch of money. That money is not going to him. Some of it is. Some of it's to go and take them on, like, some vacation. And I think a chunk of it's going to him and a chunk of it's going to anti-bullying for dwarfs. Yeah. Or for people who, little people. Yeah. Um, but then online, people started saying that he was actually way older than mm-hmm. eight or nine. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what uh, Roy Wood and, and Trayvon uh, sent me. Um, Trayvon Free sent me uh, the link. And I was like, when are his tweets going to come out? When are his KKK tweets coming out? I mean, oh, that's the I inevitable have, I, cycle. I mean, First of all, apparently the bullies dump self-tanner on him um because no, he's uh, like he's dude he's like a <laughs> a native he, Austrian. no i know but he on the left he looks like he's wearing like really like <laughs> like he works at a self-tanning place uh, on the right oh my he doesn't God, you're so funny. um but uh and so do you, but you said you looked at the the i saw one where he's like giving the finger so i did some deep diving and uh, I don't know. There's so apparently he's an actor. Mm-hmm. He is an actor. He's like a childhood actor. And um, there's a lot of videos that I don't know nine year olds who behave like that. Did me show you one? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. You be the judge. And this is as close to a KKK tweet uh, as we're going to get. Ba- type in, uh, f- just type in his name and like scam or fake or something. Scam or fake. That's how you search, Will. Take notes. Okay. Whether bullied Australian boys right. really. He looks nine there. Although he doesn't look nine. He looks like 12. Why? You're too young. I'll pop these guns out for you, nigga. I know. That's kind of weird. I don't know. Nine. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> this is tough. Because as a white, as a white person... But a five eleven and a half, it feels like picking. Like I don't, I don't know. I you gotta meet everybody in person. <laughs> you just gotta meet them in person. You can't, you can't do any. You can't buy. I don't know. I mean, like, does this mean anything? Does yeah. it mean he isn't? Does it? Does this negate the fact that he's bullied? I don't think so. But I don't know. I don't know. I have doubt. I feel like I that movie I doubt. Think I have gotta, doubt. I can't. Yeah, you. I. I've bought art online. Mistake. Does it turn out? You can't do. It just doesn't. It's just not. You got to see it in person. You Dude, got. You got to Facetime people. Got? They broke. 
What was that? Oh yeah, the hand things. It took like two years to get the scratcher. <laughs> um, like you gotta see it in person. I just bought a bed online that broke on day three. I'm trying. It's like taking forever to get the people to fix it. Are you serious? Forever. Yeah. Um, that would piss me the fuck off. It's re- uh, how do you think it may? I mean, oh, I'm yeah. furious. <laughs> okay. Yeah, furious. <laughs> okay. Because uh, it wasn't cheap, and they're like, "Oh, we have to." We're talking to the vet. I'm just oh, fuck. it's like I don't need yeah, to know any just of that. Get fix the bed. Give me a new bed. That's right. either get, fix this or get me a new one. Because I got fucking three beds. It's a long story. <laughs> I got beds. too many beds. Um, like an R. Kelly over here. So, uh, so. Yeah, video removed. I don't know. We'll see. A lot of his, I don't know. They were saying like a lot of his old um, photos on Instagram were kind of scrubbed, and who knows? But you're right. I think you should just. It's it's like a a new age. It can be a new age Nigerian prince. You know what I mean? Like you could get scammed. Like if you're getting, I'm not yeah, saying or he's scammed, Ken but- Bone or any of these people that they get. They're, they're, uh, it's similar to what we talked about last week. Like if you still trust charisma, if you still trust cute, don't, you yeah. can't, you know, I, I don't, you know me, I don't want to be cynical, but, um, but, uh, uh, it's, I'm just drawn this way. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you gotta, you can't, you can't just be, that's why like charity navigator, those like, uh, those websites where you can see they rate them they vet these oh wow really they yeah charity navigator and give well are two if you want to give to charity just go on there and that's the thing you learn when you go on there is the the only charities that are worth everyone wants to give to like i built built a well or it's it's like weird it's malaria nets just the least glamorous thing you can do or like putting um nutrients in water that's it like there's no there's no glamour there's no heroism it's just like here's a net right and you save a million lives and i mean if you go like i usually donate if i get rid of clothes i donate it to local la charities uh-huh. and they're just like we need socks yeah whereas like we don't need a gala we just yeah. need socks and underwear yep and i tried to once you're bring like sanitary stuff for females on the street and the ladies dams um so yeah it's a lot less you know it's a lot less uh glamorous yeah in terms of helping if you really want to help people it's not we cut the ribbon (laughs) hey fake shovels and fucking you don't need a photo op to send clean socks it's it's gross it's grunt work it's like moving uh pallets of can shit like yeah. that's the that's even that's glamorous it's more like we got to drive four hours and deliver nets to a remote village great have you ever you, volunteered yeah no. i mean i did big brothers oh, uh yeah. and i did uh i've like canvassed for candidates i think the last election i did you just call you just call people it's just a bunch of people you just call people's <laughs> voicemails basically um and uh and I haven't given, I haven't like done soup kitchen. Every time I go to a soup kitchen, it's too crowded. <laughs> what do you mean? With That's a volunteers. Point. Oh, with volunteers. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, 
It's like I do. They're I like need you want. I'd say you end up like like a little kid helping his mom cook, where you just like push <laughs> stuff around. You're not really helping. Uh, you? Yeah, I've like done some soup kitchens and uh, some like bag lunch programs. Where like, yeah, fill all the bags. Uh, but no, that's it. Not not too much. I would like to do more. It's a little daunting sometimes. You're like, how do I? That's and the then thing. it's not really, but it feels like. Can I That's help? daunting. I it's doing the right thing is weirdly daunting. And it's no Strange. it's so counterintuitive. Like whenever I want to say that I want uh more diversity on a crew or what part whatever, diversity across the board, it's kind of embarrassing. It's because you're really vulnerable because you're coming from this like Will you be mine? Like, but it's also saying to people like, "Hey, you're bad, and <laughs> I want you to be good." Right? There's a little judgment. There's a little. There's just an inherent judgment in it, and it's embarrassing. Like we're, I'm doing it with the with my show in New York, where they sent three production designers, three white men, and we were like, me and Derek, the director, were like, "No, like, can you, can just please do something else?" Apparently, when um, Beyonce was figuring out what where to go with her like line and she ended up at adidas but <clears throat> i heard a story from someone who i think it's a credible story that she was at reebok and uh they had a beautiful presentation what they you know this is what we want to do this is our ideas and she was like this is a great you guys did so much work but this is a room full of only white men like there's not yeah. one person of color in this room yeah and so I don't just. I'm on surprised that. that they were that stupid. Me too. Like I, I, I don't doubt that. It might not. I don't be a doubt story, that. But it that sounds... I doubt. I don't doubt that something like that happened. First of all, I basically I heard a story about LeBron the other day on a on one of my shoots okay. that was completely made up. Interesting. Come on, I was like, no, nope, that didn't happen. Right. Um. So the, you know, it's like the old. He shoved a gerbil in his ass. In the 80s, everyone stuck. Five people shoved gerbils in their ass. <laughs> and um, poor and, Richard Gere. Yeah, and he had to get his stomach pumped because he had so much jizz. What? Yeah, little kid. Just nonsense. So no, much no, it was a different person. It was like a local. It didn't oh. even make sense. Like, you would just digest the jizz. Yeah, no, we don't think about this. Like, yeah, there's so many little yeah, kid like things. Yeah, like the that... gerbil in his butt. Well, you would probably just expel it, I would think. <laughs> Oh, um, so, uh, so one time I got, I was like leaving an agency and, uh, what do you mean? Physically or like goodbye? I didn't goodbye. want to be with them anymore. Okay. And they were like, can you just meet with one person? And, uh, as I was walking to the door, I was like, oh, it's going to be a black person. Of course. Sure enough. Open the door. Final boss. What's up, man? <laughs> And I was like, no, thank you. But I just knew that that was like they were trying to maneuver, oh. and it's so fucking embarrassing. I got one for you. I got goddamn bamboozled out of the Staples Center of all places to go to a timeshare meeting. <laughs> I, goddamn it. I'm really good at saying no. So I was like, I, I bet I can go. My dad went to a lot of timeshare meetings. It's very easy for me to. Say I that. went to. I have a funny time for okay. so. so I was like, "These people ain't got nothing on Banky." Like I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." Um, and I like to talk, so it's fine. 
I get there and I'm like, can't wait to just tell this person no. And they gave me an old, lovely black grandmother. Mm. And I was like, ooh, mm. you mm. motherfuckers. Like, I yeah. want to tell a white guy no so bad. Yeah. And she was like, honey, bless. She told me she wrote a hair care book in the 70s about black hair and Oh, I it was so hard for me to say no to her. I was so fucking upset. It's like never again. Um never again. I went to a timeshare place probably twenty years ago. I, I don't know. I forget I signed I don't remember how I signed up for it, but me and my girlfriend at the time went. It was in Florida and it was like, Yeah, you stay and then you just gotta go to one thing. Right. Um I went to one of the things and I kind of was just shitting on the host. I was just like, just like sniping, back, just right. being a fucking wise host. Yeah. Uh, he was like, is there any reason why uh, any, is there any reason besides money why you wouldn't want to buy this place? He said that to everybody. I go, is there any reason besides money you wouldn't, that you want us to buy this place? <laughs> And it was just like, hey, like it was sort of like no one had ever said that before. It was just so fucking obvious. But so we just like stopped. We went to the one thing and then we didn't go to any more. They kept calling the room like the townhouse thing we were in. Repeated calls to the point where we unplugged the phone. And then they started banging on the door. <laughs> this is frightening. Yeah. And at one point. No, we were just like, we're not coming. We're not going to buy supposed, You're only supposed to go yes, to one. They said one. It's like we went to it, man. <laughs> what do you, we did our thing we don't want to buy I went to one which was not that bad in Cancun because I stayed at my family's timeshare it was the last year of the timeshare mm-hmm. so my family was like someone's got to stay here so I went and uh, I went with the guy I was dating at the time and we went to one the guy was so cool he's like look if you By don't way, buy anything timeshare sounds like a mid 2000s black, all black cast movie timeshare timeshare and it's like Queen Latifah <laughs> right and like, fucking uh, D-Ray and Who else? and uh, 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 wait, Monique uh, would be in it before wait, Cedric, the Oscar. Cedric would be there. Cedric would be like and special guest. No, he was in the family Johnson reunion. Yeah, he, I got no. What I'm saying, he wouldn't be the he, he would be the main guy. Yeah, it would be like Tim Meadows. It would be like sort of <laughs> people that are like, all right, I'll do it. I'll fuck it. I need the money. Yeah. Um, and we went. They started the price. This is how much bullshit it is. I think it was around a hundred thousand. And they ended up saying, you know what? We'll honor it at the price your dad bought it. Mind you, he bought it in the late 80s, early 90s. They came all the way down to $5,000. For uh, how, much, how much time a year? Well, in Mexico, you can't buy property there. So it's a 30-year lease sort of thing. But this standard, like two weeks. Trade. Two weeks a year? Yeah. Uh, Neil's like, that's a deal, son. Uh, well, so what they do is you buy the, the price that you pay at timeshare meetings is the, is the price to buy in. And then you have maintenance and, uh, like property, like then you have the maintenance fees and this other fee. So it's how that's where they get you. No, they didn't. I was no. like, no. no, I know, but they get you on fees. That's how they get you on the yeah. fees. And then people can't pay their maintenance fee. It builds Penalized, up and everyone's yeah. like, fuck, why did I buy yeah. this stupid thing? But it's the, when they pop the champagne when people are buying, it's the buy-in fee. So how low can you go? And they started at 100000 
And plenty of people bought before. They, I know I was the only person they offered to five thousand like, dollars. Did they do it out loud or they do it like? No, they're quietly. all very quiet. Like, okay, we'll offer you this, and they circled it. I'm like, no, the answer is no, dude. And it was just so funny. They had the same lingo. Like more people would come in yeah. and try, and they kept being like, you "You're know, Bianca. Hey, you Bianca, <laughs> Jeff. Really great to meet you. Nice now, to meet you. So what? Uh, what's what's going on? Um, I hear uh, I hear you're <laughs> shut down the fence. That's exactly what they do, yep. and they kept using this uh, Bianca, analogy. Can I tell you something? Yes. Keep calling you by name, Bianca. <laughs> the thing about this island, this property, uh, they yeah. kept saying, "Well, you know, at our, they were saying that at their level, they trade like you can trade for better, um, for better timeshares than your average yeah. timeshare." And they're like, "You know, if you have a Honda Civic, like for example, let's just say a Honda Civic." You know, you wouldn't be able to trade it for a Ferrari. And the next guy was like, how do I break this down? Um, mm. Okay, so if you had a Honda Civic. And right. I was like, oh like, my God, mm, please. Mm, they would mm. not stop saying that analogy the whole time. It was so weird. Yeah. Uh, you, they, that's what they learned at the seminar. <laughs> On it, that's just what happened. They just oh, yes. They have talking points. Seminar and then you go, uh, seminar. Blah, blah, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like you would get out of a timeshare meeting so quick. I would just embarrass. I would just go like, "Look, I can sit here and embarrass you, or like, just let me go, just let me go." <laughs> like the guy wanted to fight me as the first one. I'm like, I can't. I'm constitutionally incapable of just accepting this. He was just like, "No." Yeah. Um. So, oh, this is a funny thing. Tell me. Um. I don't know what segment this would be. Unpopular opinion? Let's try Let's unpopular try. opinion. It's just another unpopular opinion. Unpopular. Almost too good a song. Yeah. Like almost be too wasted good. On Once us. you've heard uh also there well, let's play the other one. The new one. It's called Twitter Karate. Twitter karate. Twitter karate. Twitter karate. Twitter karate. Twitter karate. Fucking great. Uh, for when I play Twitter karate. Um, you know when people always go like, you call me a liar? Like you're calling me like Yeah, you're are you calling the- me a liar? You go like, I think you lie. And they go, are you calling me a liar? Like, yeah, okay. I'm calling you a liar. Everyone's lying all the time. So I don't think calling you a liar doesn't have the same punch as like the old west. Where it's like my good name <laughs> in this town I is riding trail. on you calling me. You're besmirching. It's like, yeah, I'm calling you a liar. I everyone's lying. I'm calling. I'll call myself a liar. I'm a lie fucking liar all the time. I'm not lying right now, but I what I would like people to start saying more is yes, sir, yes, ma'am. I'm calling you a liar. Um, the problem is liar is. Like a scarlet letter. Like you are a lying person and people don't realize you're saying in this moment you're lying. You're yeah, but true. what's the difference between someone who's lying and a liar? I think to, when someone people get offended. swimming and a swimmer. I think people get offended by a liar because it feels like you're saying their whole existence. Like I'm not, I'm are, saying 80% own. of your existence. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which is everyone in the fucking, <laughs> that's everyone. I mean, it's somewhere, be, as I used it's to say, true. morally, the best you can do is a, as a person is C minus. It's the best you can do. Right. But, uh, also, who wants to do more? Well, live your exactly. life. Exactly. The the 
the idea that somehow holding yourself uh, holding yourself up as more moral is so it's what are you hiding it's just a matter of time before like what are you hiding right. are you gay are you in the closet why are you fighting this so much are you man i think you're or like why are you chastising you having an affair buddy are you stealing money um so just if you work from the operating principle that everyone's a liar that was the cool thing about the hitler documentary did i mention it on the air <laughs> no um i watched the hitler documentary if you go on uh reddit has a doc just a documentaries forum and every day there's a new list cool it's fucking great and a lot of them is just youtube some are yeah. weird some are kind of useless but there was a hitler one where it talked about basically why did he lose um and uh which i didn't know i knew about the like the jackets and like they didn't they were summer clothes and all that stuff for uh for with on the russian front but he first of all the funny thing was they couldn't if he was sleeping you couldn't make a decision so they'd be like the fear is asleep i can't i don't know <laughs> like what should we do with it i don't know he's asleep can't be disturbed yeah which right there is great right um and uh but it made me realize like we're really close to absolute barbarism at all times. Like, <laughs> I love that's your takeaway. As an old, as a person that, like, I, I think old people knew that. You'll see people like Madeleine Albright write about Trump or like authoritarianism and and how it's like a, a very, it's a fine line. Mm. Uh, but the Hitler thing, like he would have won like he just made some fucking dumb moves like not invading dunkirk like he had his army they were like yeah we could do it with planes and he was like are you sure and they're like yeah we'll do it with planes they tried it with planes they didn't do it but um, also just fighting two front wars is a yeah that was another thing that he's like he that was like in his like don't do and his verboten list uh don't, uh don't just don't fight two fronts and he's like ah but I'm Hitler. You know what's uh, interesting is you don't realize that in World War II, most of it wasn't. There was a lot less automobile, like part of the arsenal. Like most people were on the ground. You know, there was there were, seemed of, to be a lot of tanks in the footage. Like yeah, they, but but there the, were the other a thing that was interesting in the uh, documentary is they had a supersonic jet. They had the first supersonic jet and just didn't really use it because <laughs> like, he was what like, "What do we ah, do with this thing?" They just didn't. He just was like, "I don't know, man." Right. And so like so close to winning and then the whole world's different cuz he fucked up. He yeah. just made some dumb moves. But he could have done it. That was the it made me go like I'm kind of happy for nuclear arsenal. I mean the months away from from the first nuclear bomb. Mm. Um and also he had a problem with uh uh certain science um like atomic science he called it jewish science which is like well buddy that's the there's a little mistake you made there um but yeah it made me realize like oh we're awfully close to just out and out chaotic every man for himself speaking of which bernie's bernie's rising Feel the burn, bitch. Feel the burn, bitch. Do you feel the burn, bitch? Do you fucking burn, bitch? fucking burn. Get Bernie some bandages. Burn. Also, when I didn't realize in the debates, uh, I was texting you during them, Mike Bloomberg looks 
terrible. He just should. He's just. He really was the kind of guy who hasn't been in a real argument in so long. He has not he been was, challenged been like that. He's been in Putin's karate tournament. <laughs> he's been in Putin's karate tournament for twenty years. I think he he was getting visibly so upset, I and just it. couldn't. Isn't very articulate. Not at all. Um, really numbs your senses yeah. when you are at the top for so long. The thing that people underestimate for a lot of these this position is do i want to look at this person for four years or eight years that's the biggest that's why that halloween mask thing is telling whoever sells the most halloween masks um do they look i mean he looks like a political cartoon he looks like a cartoon person so uh bernie does so yeah bernie looks and i also think that people he doesn't have a ton of black support yet who bernie Really? I he doesn't have a ton. It's like some, I feel like the last time, remember when like the black woman stormed his, his stage and said that yes, the he wasn't, uh, I, I don't remember the specifics of it, but I feel like it made him look kind of racist, even though he like marched and got beat right, up right. in the sixties. Um, but, uh, but social, if, you know, if you're not reparations is never going to happen. So this is, I feel like, the closest thing to reparations right. that black people are ever going to get. So it's like, and also, he's the first politician that isn't, like, brainwashing people. Right. It's not. He's just like, this is what I like, think. This is, it, the, the system train. is fucked. I mean, Trump was right in that, like, the system is rigged and fucked. But he just rigged it more for himself and his right. ilk. Where Bernie's actually going like, no, this system's not good, and it's not benefit. It's benefiting like virtually no one, right? And if you want to do something, I'm I'm your best hope. Yeah. Now whether you know the the thing on the left is he's too extreme, and that it's like moderates. And I was reading an article today where it's like they always expect moderates always expect the fringe candidates and the fringe voters to apologize. And say that they that the fringe people are the reason they lost, but moderates never have to apologize. Right, for well, being I'm the, the middle. I'm, I'm reasonable. But they. But what if the like the point was like George McGovern ran in the '70s before our time, but like, and he was pretty. He was like super liberal and got trounced, and then, uh, <laughs> but then Hillary lost also, and yeah. Dukakis lost, and like. Plenty of other like moderates lose. So well, you were saying the last two uh, times we talked about the debates in the election that you think it's gonna it's going to be all be crazy. More, more, it's going to be all crazy extreme. candidates from here on out. There's no moderate. There's no such thing as moderate. It's going to be, I think, violent swings from left to right, where where there's no. You can't really mobilize. Uh. You need to run as a moderate, you need billionaires. Yeah. And people automatically distrust billionaires. Yeah. Um, and so the funny thing I was thinking is Trump and uh, Bernie are very, they're the first candidate, social media candidates. Mm. And so they can, you can get the word out. Of like, yeah, you know, there's a better rest there. You know, there's a thing down there. There's no line or like yeah. a thing where it used to, you could just go like, what does the paper say? Right, right. Now okay, it's like there's paper. a Yelp. 
There's a and, Yelp for you yeah. to be like, no, 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 this place is way better. And now there's literally, yeah. So for politically, they're the first, the fucking, they're both the 75 year olds who are able to make social Seriously. media work for them where it, where Trump said it was a revolution. It wasn't. No. Um, it was a revolution, I guess, in terms of court appointments. and But th- that's not what he was talking about. He was talking about like the Med- movement just, grassroots yeah, yeah. sort of uh so i feel like unless you are f- like fringy like that nobody trusts the middle well even in the the middle debates, may, just feels corrupt it feels corrupt and like pete Buttigieg really comes across to me like Wormy. The, sm- the smirky dude yeah. in the movie that's always yeah. like the antagonist yeah. to the, the superhero. Pete Buttigieg is, I think, what people who don't like me think I am. <laughs> <laughs> like, but actually... They're the Pete Buttigieg of comedy? Yeah. When really it's Jost. Um, <laughs> they, went to, they literally went to college together. Really? Yeah. Um, that, they... They're the seem- same guy. Yeah, I mean they're similar. Like they, they I always say they're from the same swamp, which is just like <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty smart. Right. Well, um, uh, I just think it's interesting that Bloomberg's strategy was let me put a really nice version of myself out in commercials for ten weeks, and the problem with that is like, yeah, like if you don't really know, like I don't really know Michael Bloomberg. Yeah, I know he changed his name to Mike. He's trying to be all nice. But I feel like if you lived in New York, you probably know him a lot more or, or more. But I, I, I mean, I you? lived there. I don't. He wasn't. Were you there when he it's was? It's like how. Yeah. But the New York mayor is has a bigger presence than. In my experience, it's like the Chicago mayor and the New York mayor are pretty big. L.A. mayor. No. Who like. Villager Gross. No. He that still was the old it? one. <laughs> no. It was, um, it's. 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 No, no, don't. No, 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 no. No, don't. God damn it. Okay. It's. Garcetti? A, Garcetti, yes. Didn't he have a, like a dad? His dad was, was what lost the OJ case. Oh, really? Um, was the DA, yeah. And lost the OJ case. He's in the documentary. He's in that sort of documentary. It's fucking awesome. Um, um, but yeah, like, meh. I feel like New York and, yeah, you're right. Maybe Chicago are the yeah. only. But do you, do you feel, like, do you have a bad feeling when you think of Michael Bloomberg when, uh, having lived in New York while he was I, mayor? The... It doesn't touch my. I wasn't getting stopped and frisked, so I don't. So I didn't go. deal with cops. I didn't. You know, right? I it just had no. The interesting thing that I spoke to somebody this week about, which is the NDA thing. That is. But Jay Z makes you sign it. Everyone makes you oh, sign no. NDAs. Like he, it's not weird. It's just it was bad. It, for it the that's debate. one of those that the bias against rich people. Like, what are you hiding? nothing but if you if someone works for me and then writes a book that's slanderous then i have to fucking sue the it's just like just it's just easier to sign an nda it is but it's just it sounds fishy it's so bad when he's like it was a legal document we both agreed he's right his defense was 100 percent right yeah it just a lot of times the people are paid and it's like well if you're gonna break the nda then give me the fucking money back right like but and it wasn't him sexually harassing the women. No, no, It's yeah. his company. So do you think he's has a his fingerprints all over? Like, what's happening with the sexual harassment? Like, he, the guy runs a huge staff of people. I don't fucking know. Right. You just go, oh, yeah, okay, cool. What am I signing? Okay. I think they were saying that he 
the environment does come down from the top a little bit, you know? Like there is there is corporate culture. I don't in each I mean company. some of the quotes are like really Dude, when she piggish. said dog face lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> Him and Snoop Dogg. What did he say? Dog face bitch. Dog hair bitch. Dog hair. <laughs> Horse face lesbian. That would yeah. that's what it was. Uh yeah, don't get your who said it? Snoop or Michael Wilber? <laughs> Um. Yeah. The, but yeah. So the strategy that was, seems kind of like it's gonna flop. It yeah. Seems. I just think Bernie's gonna win, and I I feel like he's gonna be Trump. <laughs> I don't know. I just do. I think he can get enough people to. It's he's the guy. He's act all the all of Trump's appeal to poor people. It's he act Bernie's policies right. would actually help. Like. Bernie's been talking about fucking labor and all that shit forever. Right. Trump doesn't, Trump's, you know, he doesn't care about labor. He's fucking, has foreigners work on all his buildings. Give a fuck. Yeah, no, he's um, like, whatever. Uh, and Bernie has also some stuff that he's like kind of pro-gun. He's like, he's reasonable about guns and he's reasonable about immigration from a, if you're, um, if you're conservative. Bernie is like actually kind of moderate when it comes right. to that stuff. He has bigger fish to fry. Yeah, I feel I, like he's yes. Like, I gotta it's get also, so much shit through. Whenever I, whenever liberals want to talk about immigration, I was like, how many people should we let in? Or just tell them to go. Although refer maybe to- I think he might want to decriminalize. I don't. I, I'm I'm like talking on both sides of my mouth. I don't know. Right, but um, also there's like Obama's uh, deportation policy was. More in line with a conservative, absolutely, than, and that's what nobody I'm, wants to talk what about. What I'm it. saying is, wh- how many people should we let in? I think no, no, no. What's the number? Because once you tell me the number, then and then what do we do with everybody over that number? What? But liberals, I, I don't like. No, I know it's a fucking pain. Isn't it a right. gross pain? It's a gross pain in the ass. But there's nothing. That's what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Liberals, you're not so smart. You know, you're the look like people just. Oh, have you, did you watch the Michael Vick 30 for 30? No, no, no. But you told me about it. It's very good. Um, I we need a song for, for Doc Watch. What? Doc, yeah, Doc Watch. Watch. Our segment, Doc Watch. Ask for it. Who? who, who Ask could... for it by name. Kevy, uh, local teen. I'm putting out the teen. APB. APB. The guy who did. Uh, Bolo. Uh, the guy who did uh, um, um, fucking got a little something for you. I'd like to hear you Twitter karate you can get in there um it's very good and he is a just like a decent dude yeah who fucked up he fucked up he owned up to it he his the their the big argument for it what dog fighting was they used to be dog fights where he grew up right. on the street in Newport News and cops would just not do anything so he didn't know that it was like a huge thing and and truthfully like i mean or whatever according to the documentary like white people taught him about it in when he moved to the suburbs it was like white i'm sure it wasn't just michael vick alone at a dog (laughs) no he wasn't like you know i got an idea no one had ever thought of dog fighting before him but that's how people acted and you're right in that they just will not forgive him no they just do not want to forgive him it's like he's he did the time, and then he declared bankruptcy. He declared bankruptcy, but paid back everyone. Like he's a decent person. 
A like eminently decent person. We just don't believe in rehabilitation in this country. No. We're just like, you criminal. Yeah. It's like, what well, I did yeah. think. So there was um, this, what was that? There was that movie, that movie, that show, The Slap. You know, was that? Uh, they, yeah. It was that Swedish show that they tried to yeah. make work and it didn't work. Um, apparently after, I think episode two or three, a dog gets shot uh-huh. and their viewership went down so significantly. Yeah. It's like, America's still, America's I was watching a documentary public. from the Reddit uh, forum um, uh, or the subreddit uh, about why coronavirus is like just how, how bar- barbaric they are in China about meat. Mm. And there was a section about like dog meat. Right. And he's like, this will be very hard <laughs> to look at. And I was like, I don't have any I don't. I don't think dogs should have less of a right to live than cows or more of a right to live than right. cows. Like they, none of them should die. Um, but it was like, eh. but just cause it's, it's like, yeah, I don't, how's that like different than a fox or whatever, all the fucking, or <laughs> ox, oxtail or like yummy. Yeah, exactly. Like what's the, why? Cause they're not loyal. Right. Oxes aren't loyal. So you fuck you. We're going to eat you. Well, it's just, it is, there's a huge hypocrisy with saving dogs from China. It's like, why are you saving the pigs? Yeah. Or yeah, the exactly. cows? I mean, yeah. what can we? Because people are raging hypocrites. There's a hypocrite out here and it's raging. Did you see that? The <laughs> of course Trump I video? Did. Oh, wait, which one? The Trump helicopter raging. Well, will you play <laughs> Trump helicopter raging? Oh, wait, no, are you sure? Is, is it a helicopter or whether he's in a. Yeah. This is on, it was on The Daily Show. Fuck, this made me laugh so good. Again, what was the beginning? Say it louder. You have to speak up. Speak up. Talk. Talk. Up. You have to talk up. We have a helicopter. What'd you say? I don't hear you. What? Did I what? Did I what? Do I what? Say it again, louder. You're competing with a helicopter. Say it. 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 Say it again. 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 What? Say it again. What? Say it. What? 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 My hearing is great. But you have a, a helicopter that's raging back there. He, at one point, it's on the Daily Show one. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, there's a helicopter out here that's raging. There's a hypocrite out here and it's raging. And that's okay. the title of the episode. Um, <laughs> did you see the uh, the guy who kidnapped a white woman and made, made her watch Roots? Uh, he's my new president. That's uh, my president. Uh, that's the best thing ever. I, Black Hawthorne. And when you just First read the actual, the whole article is hilarious. Yeah. It's like, she asked to leave. You're like, no, we got to keep watching. It just, I think it just went. The ultimate slap in the face that he didn't show her the new one. Remember they made of Roots yeah, like three years ago? No. Nah. We don't Fuck want that, that one. No. Nah. We going back. I'm going back, baby. Tell um, me. Now, having said that, I feel like every black person during Black History Month should be able to. Force. Kidnap one white person <laughs> and force them to watch Roots. It's called the Black Purge. It's called, the, and the, because black people are so Christian, they're not going to kill you. They're just going to make you watch Roots <laughs> and um, feed you. Oh, you know this is interesting. How you feel, Neil? So I work with a DP, uh, director of photography. Uh, when you're directing stuff, the DP is the guy who's like in charge of the cameras and moving the lights and setting up the shots you want. And I work with a DP who was so obstinate and so. Um, disagreeable about everything. Oh, like everything to the point where it was like, what the? It was so crazy. Like what? I, I can't even remember. Just everything was a problem. 
Everything was a problem. And this was maybe four years ago. The And the guy emailed me three days ago and was like, hey, I've been thinking about our time together and I would like to apologize. Wow, really? Yeah. And uh, it was, he didn't explain himself, <laughs> but he's like, I, I wasn't, I was very disagreeable and I don't know why. Um, I Here's the thing. The, you know, the deep diving you have to do in yourself to, yeah, to, I to don't email. know. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I really appreciate. It. I don't think I'd work with him again. Oh God, was, no, no. Let's but, not go back there. Right, but like, so it, it's almost like, what good did it do? What good this, did what? This do? speaks to your. Do we want to actually rehab people? Well, no. It's it doesn't. It does good enough where you can that situation settled. You know, it does give. I you, hadn't thought. I mean, I that was one of the. Few, I I wouldn't work with the guy again, but it was just so odd. I just found it so odd. What and the now, email or his behavior? The behavior. The email I thought was great, but but I don't want to work with him. No. So it's like, is it worth him sending the email? I think For him. so. Well, I think just because <clears throat> you can break up and say, "Hey, I'm sorry about the yeah. behavior," knowing that you're not ever going to get back together, but yeah. it at least is just like a, I you weren't crazy. Yeah. I let's all have a peace of mind. I feel better about telling you. You probably feel like okay, right? Because you were a total dickhead. You know, it doesn't. Yeah, doesn't always mean there's a. It's to that Buttigieg thing. Something about me is really unimpressive to certain people. Was he? Do you think it was personal to you? No, I no. yeah, I don't know. I yeah, a lot of times DPs want to direct and they get sure. hostile in that way, and you're just like, okay, man, I, I don't know what to tell you. But don't you? Th- <laughs> it was exhausting. It's like, oh, that sounds awful. It was exhausting. Um, I like, think I yelled just, at him at one point like I'm telling you just set it up like this what are you disagreeing he couldn't do what I wanted him to do like I just I'm not yelling I was like what how are you disagreeing with this right it's the most basic fucking setup yeah but I thought why make it was crazy the whole, for a week it was insane so he I got an apology I mean ultimately I want everyone to apologize to me for everything <laughs> yes he did um Oh, this is a separate order of business. Swoosh it. Um, the living in the age of comments cannot be good for you. Yeah, it's just sad. cannot be good for you. I have so rarely commented something mean on someone's. I I don't think I've commented anything mean. Some people make the meanest comments. Yeah. So it's just bad. It's like sometimes I'll go like I should look, and then I'm like, no, don't, buddy. I looked a few times, and I got really sad. Yeah, people are so mean. Ugh, fake, her face is. It's just like, oh, yeah, okay. Like it's just so weird. I don't because like, because the interesting thing it's is, fine. It, I give uh, commenters the benefit of the doubt. Meaning, I don't, it's like the South Park thing where they went and found the guy and he's just like a fat sloth living on a couch. Um, right, but not, most people that are commenting aren't a fat virgin with Cheeto fingers. Like, they're just everybody we see on the street. Are they, though? I, there, I somebody think they're a said lot more normal than uh, None of think. these people would say it to our face. No, they'd be like, oh my God, I love your podcast. Yeah, like they, not, so <laughs> that's why I'm saying it's, it's somebody made the, the, uh, observation that it's either it's either 
people are disinhibited because they're not they can't be caught of course or that there was like a sadistic side to people that's being unleashed by this i think it's the can't be caught because a lot of people have fake instagrams where they comment a bunch of really Mm -hmm. mean shit because they don't want you to go back to their real Mm -hmm. instagram so i don't know i think it's a total normal part of being a human that we didn't realize until this i don't know internet age you know yeah this the anonymity really brings about another side of our personality. Yeah, it's just so weird. It's just not. It's just not good for people. It's just not. It's like a really unfortunate side effect of the internet. I don't know. I don't know what I'd have to be doing to be watch something and comment something on someone's looks. That's. I mean, I made a comment that. the other day on like a comedian posted video. And it was like in black and white and grainy as fuck. And I wrote like <laughs> FBI surveillance video, crying <laughs> okay. face. It no, just looked right. like Marion Barry. <gasps> no, I mean your physical, like how someone's face I would looks. fucking, ne- I mean. Like, why is his, his nose is. His I nose think- big. <laughs> no, looking like a potato. Just like, why, why, does why? Your, why does your internet person sound black? I don't know. He, it was actually, I was going Southern white, but, <laughs> but he lives in a black internet neighborhood. Internet potato. <laughs> he lives in a black neighborhood. So I don't, maybe blame, maybe I am racist. Um, I have a whole backstory for him. Fuck um, yeah, yeah like, it's just an unfortunate thing, and I don't know how... I, blocking and muting is great. And you can block words, too. That's great, too. But I, I think it's just... It, it starts making you think about things. It makes you get these weird insecurities. Mm-hmm. Momentary. Momentary. I, for yeah. me, it's like, oh, whatever. But... For a moment, I just feel like I'm in sixth grade again. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? I remember I was wearing this sweater that I loved and in, in junior high and this guy screamed like magenta at me because mm-hmm. the sweater was magenta. Mm-hmm. And I never wore that sweater yeah. again. And he One was time like, magenta. Seth, I was like, Seth made fun of a sweatshirt of mine like 15 years ago and I took <laughs> it off and I go, just put it in the trash. <laughs> Because it was like, oh, why? What was it? What did it look like? It was, it was a, it was a, it was a big. It was pretty bold, white sweat, white hoodie, with vertical stripes. No, Ooh. I'm sorry, horizontal stripes, like thick black horizontal stripes. So it looked. It was a. It was a move. Wow. It was yeah, a big was swing. Bold. They gave it to me. Somebody gave it to me. Oh. Um, they would give me stuff, hoping that Dave would wear it. <laughs> um, and oftentimes he and would not. Threw it away. Yeah, I was like, just throw it away. Speaking of the comment section, Dwayne Wade's son, daughter, transitioning. Um, everyone, everyone, everyone's opinion. First of all, I, I don't, when they go, they shouldn't put uh, hormones in, in her yet. She shouldn't transition. And that's a man, if you ask me, and to, I who who knows about any of this shit who know like who I don't fucking know when you should start taking hormones I don't know I don't I wouldn't advise someone when they should start doing it I don't fucking know and I don't the transitioning thing I'm like I don't I don't understand it I believe them I don't I can't relate but I don't have like, well, God made, I just have no opinion. And the fact that people have these 
that only a dumb person would levy an opinion or like a very religious person right thinking that they know uh you know i don't fucking know. what about fake boobs or you know what i mean like right. what about what about a penis implant to make your penis bigger or um or butt implants or or reconstructed face god want i don't i don't know i don't know what god wanted yeah i mean i think everyone just can't wait i mean we, the comment section is kind of the most important part of people's posts sometimes you know like we want likes and we want comments there's bots right. that there's services that sell that shit so it feels very encouraged even though oh it's part of the of, plan for yeah. sure so it's hard to rationalize like why are you even commenting on that let that person be i mean no we're completely encouraged to comment participate you know what was a fucking funny one a popular unpopular opinion was what? the that seven-year-old women and 55 year old women dress alike like oh, 50,000 views or something. Everyone, so many people sent that to me and agreed. And lunch, the amount of my friends that were like, amen, brother. Yeah. Everyone loved your lunch. Yeah. Don't want to do it. Don't want it. <laughs> Don't want lunch. Um, yeah, but. Uh, the little kid and the old lady one is. Uh, yeah. I Will, you did a real of, nice job with the split screen. He did a good job. W when did you think about this, though? In 1998, I noticed it. How do you remember when you know? Because I remember who I was dating when I told. Okay. <laughs> um, so I just remember. Because um, I think she dressed like an old lady. Okay. And I was like, you dress like... I was like, are you dressed like a little girl and an old lady? I didn't say it. <laughs> but I remember thinking it. Um, so, uh, and sat on it. I bided my time to the Let perfect... I'm going to sit on this for 22 years at the right platform. Um... So yeah, I yes, people comments are yes, that's the thing. Hot takes, uh, but most people are not. Most people are not accountable. That's the thing that's so crazy. It's like, what have you done, little boozy? <laughs> and also, are you surprised, little boozy didn't have a nuanced opinion about this, right? Or whomever. I think it was little boozy. Um, it was little boozy. Yeah, if I can remember, little baby, little boozy. Yeah, I, I think I it was a little boozy. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I'm just not, it's not a shock. That, like, also, oh. though, uh, you know, the black community is, there's a, there's a, like an amount of homophobia that we like mm -hmm. to ignore, but it's there. And I think a black man, a successful black man being okay with his son transitioning or identifying as a woman, I think is hard for some. I don't know, black people to yeah. digest, you know? Yeah. As a culture. Yes. A lot more than white people. Well, I that's think. just some white people shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it is, that is, that's the thing I'm not saying. Because I can't, and I know better. <laughs> uh, but uh, of course. Like, and what are you going to, yeah, what are you going to, man, that's not, no, that's where I do my Yeah, there we go. What's his, what's his name? 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, well, we have, let's go to the emails. And then the first one up is an audio, I believe, or a video. Wow, your scat is... You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca. I love both y'all. Love the podcast. Here's my question. So it's pretty well known that on dating apps... Black women and uh, Asian men, apparently, they get the short end of the stick. Um, but I saw on the news a little while ago that at the moment, Miss America, Miss World, Miss Universe are, are all black women. I know pageants are bullshit, uh, but it's interesting that these panels of judges are putting crowns on black women. Well, most everyday people are still swiping left. What do you think? When does... Uh, having a type cross the line and become racist. Love to hear what Ninky Thinky That's and Beely Feely. Question. Thank you. Uh, there's two different questions here. Mm. Break them down. The, when, does a, when does a type become racist? When you say it in an interview like John Mayer did. Don't ever um, say it in just that. Just don't try to be a good interview. I always tell people, just don't try to be a good interview. You're just going to get fucked. Also, I think you can be racist in the type of person you like not yeah, like you're racist allowed to, you're but you allowed know, to you're, be you're allowed to be ist you're allowed yeah. to be sizes you're allowed to be racist you're allowed to be it tightest you're allowed to be it's not evil when it's what do i like yes what makes me like my lady i can go but my penis isn't gonna get hot like i can pretend to date you but i'm not gonna be able to have sex with you right. physically i'm not gonna be able to bring myself and you can date the kind of guy you want, you feel like you want to date, but if your pussy doesn't get moist, <laughs> I don't know what just happened to me. I don't know what just happened to me. Salted. Fuck. If your vagina doesn't operate correctly, <laughs> your pussy don't. I think that's your alternate. Um, that's my alt. I was doing the black alt, alt Neil. Um, the uh, yeah, but it's so yeah. You gotta serve your body, and your body is a is Wonderland. a racist person. Wonderland. Your body is a racist. Your body's yeah. absolutely racist. Yeah, totally. Or whatever, maybe or whatever it is. Yeah, it's or maybe it like it just likes it. If you're white, you're attracted to black women for some for some. Like it, it can work both ways. Like you can be not attracted to this person or attracted to that person. Like mm. it's the only time you can be shallow, racist. Uh, Somebody blah, there's blah, a blah, Mark blah, Norman blah, blah. has a few. I think it's Mark Norman has a joke about how porn is the only. Uh, place in the world where you can still be and I think Santino might too right uh, where you can still just be like big right <laughs> big women uh, or but ebony right ebony you cannot ask for ebony <laughs> anywhere else in the world like ebony yeah. rides white huge tits blank you can this is all like feet tiny feet the spinners like there you can just be because that's how it works but interesting that we totally allow ourselves and you know porn is very much geared towards men even though women watch a lot of porn but we really allow 
ourselves to be completely, uh, you know, have no PC, no, like it, like do whatever you want. What do you want? You want a, a little person? They don't well, say little it person. Becomes it's like a civil, It becomes a personal, a civil rights thing. It becomes like you have to, I'm sex positive and you got to get out there and you got to da, 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 right. like, um, by the way, uh, I believe it's 80, 20 men to women watching porn. Interesting. Um, I could that be wrong. That makes sense. There's a Jimmy Carr recommended a book that I'll recommend to everybody now, which is called Everyone Lies. Mm. And it's basically the it's basically like what do people say they what do people say they're like and what are they actually like? Right. And you can just do it with Google searches and Pornhub searches. <laughs> it's true. And uh the fucking funniest one so far is the correlation between counties that voted for trump and counties that looked up the n-word oh my n-i-g-g-e-r God. literally just google n-i-g-g-e-r googling one uh and also <laughs> n-i-g-g-r jokes oh direct correlation most so most searches most trump votes that's the the strongest correlation of anything with trump voters um that's great the second greatest thing is um so women a lot of female searches will be how to please my man how to how to uh like significantly more than men searches about how to please right of course of course so here's the funny thing so though men do search for uh uh so women will search how to give my man oral sex right uh, men are evenly split between how to give my woman oral sex and how to give myself oral sex down the middle. Oh it's the funniest God. fucking statistic I've ever heard in my life. It's so goddamn funny. I like I had to pull over. That's it was so, so goddamn. It's like a you like. There's no way that that's true, and it's fifty fifty. That's so funny. It's so great. I mean, if your dick was big enough, would you have sucked it at some point? Yeah. I mean, I tried when I was whatever, <laughs> a kid. Uh, I was in the hospital for six weeks. Um, yeah. But then you go, I don't, do I? That's I, one of those things of like, you want to talk about doing the dishes. I <laughs> do them dishes, Neil. Like, I, it's I, like, do I want to cook for myself? And then I got to do this. Right, right. I got to prep. And yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um. I think that Google probably, I think they, and I have no evidence of this, this is what I feel. I feel like they know something about human behavior that no one else knows and they'll never tell. You know when you see it all, just yeah. like on a map. Well, the people that have to scrub Facebook videos, there's been a lot of, uh, there's been a lot of NPR coverage of people that, the, the people that have stuff? to scan, yeah. the, they get PTSD. A lot of them go extreme right. Um they Weird. Get, yeah, they just get more. They get it. Fucking warps their brain. Um, the stuff that the, the the another funny thing in the book is uh, around five. The statistically, it's like around five percent of men are gay. Um, okay. And in the Bay Area, that's five percent of searches. In um, Alabama and places where there's no tolerance, I believe it's like two percent. I, I can't. I'm fucking this up, but okay. I, it's some disparity between 
like the amount that how right, al- the guilt you can see how the guilt allowed the searches, a, how yeah. how allowed uh, am I allowed to be gay? Like, am I even fucking allowed? Like legally, right. I, you can't be. So maybe there's more searches I can't remember. So I'm fucking that up. Um, well, we leave it in because this is an imperfect podcast. Um, uh, I I read a statistic that I don't. I can't back it up with anything else, so whatever. But I read the most, like a, a surprisingly high percentage of porn searches is for chicks with dicks. No, it's is that it's wrong? more troubling than that. Mom what? is the is the number one search word in a lot of places. Mom? Yes. Ew, gross. Because that includes MILF, stepmom. It's, there's a big tent. But most guys aren't dating older women in that amount. It's like this weird thing. Oh, no, of course, thing. yeah. Um, Does yeah. everybody want to fuck their mom? No, but there there are more searches for. Oh, that the interesting thing is there's more searches for butt stuff, <laughs> butt stuff. than there used to be, like than ten years ago, right? Um, than boobs, like, but there's more searches for butt implants than there ever. Like fat has asses, been. yeah. White guys for are like women who want them and white and and guys that want to see them because it used guys. to just be in the urban areas. Of said, course, Wait, which was is it, fucking hilarious. Was that rock thing where he's like? He's like, uh, black and Latino men have been loving big asses since the beginning of time. Like, yeah. a whole bit. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's what's been happening. Um, have you the, always liked butts? I like it all. Just <laughs> don't be like, don't be, don't be like a man. That's my whole thing. Don't be like a man. Don't be like a man. Don't look like a man. Like too big of a butt? No, I don't like be have the curves and boobs. And oh, like, yeah. don't look. Don't like. Don't be like a man. <laughs> Don't be like a man. That's, that's the it. new. That's, that's like the uh, that's the title. Well, um, the um, this is the one that I liked. More people. The so the searches for will I regret not having a child? Mm. Uh, is about even with will I regret having a child? Uh, in terms of searches, mm. then once they have the kid. I regret having a child skyrockets. Oh my God. Don't Which tell is me that. fucking great. Why? You want, you're trying to do this? I don't know. I think I'm so split. Like, yeah. do I want. Well, <sighs> you're just not allowed to say. That's what I don't like about it. Is I don't like doing shit where I can't say I don't like it. Right. I well, can't As a woman, out. it's can't... way weirder when you're like, I don't want a child. We're yeah. the gateway. Yeah. It's like the gate can't close, close. Like, yeah. I don't want it. I don't know if I want it. Um, the annoying it's like part. Michelle Wolf did the joke. It's like having. It's like being a bird that just walks around. People are like, "Are you not going to use your wings?" You're like, no. <laughs> that's, that's a really good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, thank you. I'll let yeah. her know. Let her know. Um, yeah, no fucking everybody lies or everyone lies. Fucking fantastic book. So the black boot, black beauty pageant thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I, I think it's, I mean, the, those beauty pageants are already, already like cheese ball fest. So yeah. I think it's just like, one, they're probably pretty and pretty good. You know, you can't yeah. just be pretty. All, you have to be like yeah. philanthropic. And yeah. they're probably great human beings on And paper. I could be talking out of, I, I may be misremembering because I looked, I think I saw the story. They all had pretty white features. Maybe I think they didn't. They weren't the most Afrocentric looking women. I'll say that they were more Eurocentric. They were. I think I, I if could, you were very dark skinned. What do you mean, like? Yeah, I'm talking about nose, lips, eyes. I don't. I, I wouldn't thing. be able to comment on that. 
I don't remember. Yeah, I don't either. But I think it's also just like diversity, and they were probably pretty qualified. I feel like yeah, once I don't you're think at that, that I don't think that it's a. I don't think that they're affirmative action. No, no, no. Things. No, because at that level, you have such a long rap sheet of like doing good to win more pageants. Yeah, and I think rap sheet's the right word when you're talking about black contestants as well. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, You've got mail. Daniel and Binks, Bonks, Bagonks. <laughs> I wanted to get your opinion as to why America is so obsessed with the monarchy. Um, so obsessed. We've, yeah, I know. Uh, not just the way of tabloids and the British royal family, but why monarchical ideas and thoughts are at the root of a lot of our culture. Example, children's toys market with princesses. The wedding industry industrial complex uses phrases like founder prince and Instagram, Twitter with people are kings and queens as it relates to business and success. Um, uh, I, I mean, we've talked about the... Uh, theoretically... I would say it's a very easy, understandable story. Yeah. Like you can just, you can be a prince and then you got to, well, you need, a, we know we need another leader in here. Right. So you got to get a princess or you got to get a queen. So it's just an easy story that doesn't quite, it's the only, even if you're a president, you don't marry, if you marry the woman, uh, first of all, you're probably not going to get elected if you're not married. Right. And uh, once you marry the woman, she doesn't really get any power. Whereas the queen seems to get power. Um, Wait, no. The If you are a king, your wife isn't queen. Is not? No. Oh. What, like, I think, like, the queen's... Or princess. No, the queen's that? husband right now is, like... Is he, wait, maybe I'm wrong. But some no, the Queen Elizabeth's husband is a is a is a Stedman. Um, <laughs> yeah, like you're always like yeah, a but they're of but something. like is a Stedman <laughs> at Prince King the next uh, Prince Charles' son, not Harry, but the other one, um, uh, the Balding. Yeah, I think he's going to be king. He's going to yeah. be king, and like, but Kate. Back in whatever the lady <laughs> isn't getting is she's not going to be, gonna be queen, no. so I think king like sometimes the king the war, is yeah. and some it's like whatever but but I think it's a position that you get that just works for a story it's just good and by the way when they wrote all these stories fairy tales it's like that's when that was the type of setup they had for yeah. government so it's just good for like yeah there was know, the government so Shakespeare like, uh... and all that shit um, all that garbage. <laughs> Uh, and kings and queens. That's just that's uh that's mostly for black people, because because of Africa. No, not because of Africa. It's because of like a lot of southern black people name their kids king, queen, sire, like whatever. Because from what I understand, because they were treated so poorly, they wanted to lift them up with like a name that you had to call them. I think it's, I, I think it's, I don't think you're right. I oh. think it's like we came here, we were kings and queens in Africa and decked in gold and all that shit. Um, I don't know. I don't know yeah. enough. I know it's like a Southern black person thing. Oh, I just see it like, do your thing, King. Oh, you mean or, like in the culture? Young King? Yeah. <laughs> do your thing, King. Um, uh, I had a really, I have a, I thought of a funny racist joke today. Come on, like, tell it's me. Like genuinely racist, which is, I think, the best 
African music is uh, the song Africa by Toto. So it's Ew. white people. <laughs> Get out of here. I believe Apparently, that's the greatest song, African music on earth. Is there's uh, there is a an artist who put these solar run speakers in the middle of like the an African desert. Oops. Yeah. Anyways, and it just has Toto on repeat. Yeah. Goodbye. I think it's right. It's I think white shit ever. You've got mail. Yeah, what the deal, Niels? <laughs> no, wait, we didn't finish. She had a question. Uh, well, it's no. does capitalism play a role in the goal of every business person to be their own little monarch? I mean, it's the, we kind of did <laughs> no, it. No, we did it. Okay, cool. Um, what the deal? Uh, you got a lot of static with your opinions on storytelling and story structure. And <clears throat> I agree with you on most shit. You're a vet in the game and are super smart. Thank you, King. Um, what <laughs> I don't understand word. is how there can't be exceptions to the rules. I'm sure you consider film and animation an art form, just as paintings I get, uh, just as paintings are. I can get as much enjoyment from an abstract Rothko or Pollock, uh, than I can from something more literal and structured like a Rembrandt. Do you agree? Uh, if so, why can't that be the same for moving pictures? The Holy Mountain and Mulholland Drive are nonlinear stories considered works of art that I suspect you consider lazy, but I can enjoy them as much as Pulp Fiction. I, Mulholland Drive made me insane. And the, the, what I would, what the reason I would say, um, it made me insane. Cause it's just nonlinear. It's just like, and then a lady's going to show up and be soaking wet and right. uh, eating a hot. And you're like, fuck you. <laughs> um, the, the Rothko, no one's watching a Rothko for an hour and 45 minutes. Mm. That's the difference. It's, it's the captive. You're ca- people are captives of time. And with stand-up, I, I'm not even talking about narrative. It's like I remember talking to, we'll call him John Mulaney, about one of his specials. And I said, are you going to, he had that why buy the cow joke. Um, which is, you remember, I don't know if you heard that. It's a fucking great joke. About his, people are like, why would you I, buy the cow when you get the milk for free? And he's like, well, because the cow keeps bothering me <laughs> about whenever we go to another wedding. And I was like, are you closing with that? Because he would close with it. And he was like, no, I'm putting it third. I was like, why? And he's like, because people will turn off Netflix specials. Right. Like, as a fucking, keep it going, dude. Like, in comedy, you gotta, you know, you Mike Myers would close. literally just yeah. take a audio recording of Austin Powers and go, there's a dead spot. We'll cut that scene out. There's a dead spot. Cut that out. I'm not saying that art and drama and all that shit all should be that linear, but, or that literal and that, uh, customer conscious. But, um, I, I've never seen Holy Mountain. Um, but Mulholland Drive, you guessed it, drove me crazy. But, Here's the thing. I mean, there are some <clears throat> films that you can consider like like Igmar Bergman yeah. like movies where it doesn't have a lot of, you know. Yeah, but it's still a are, story or it's a, somebody's experience or like it is or a Fellini movie or like Fellini movies are fucking hilarious. But they're hilarious, but they are they're a little bit more abstract than like. Yeah, they're not. But then there's like Memento, which is an abstract narrative. And right. I'm like, fucking great. Right. Great. So it's not that. I'm not against abstraction. I'm against a lack of story. But what about um, there's some films you can have a Bergman and then you can have 
just like a fun movie and they both do the same thing to you in like a similar way. Obviously one does like different things, but you know, you can enjoy them for like entertainment value at different levels. I think a lot of people when you're going off about Parasite were just like, my issue with it was like, why does it all have to um, be an allegory? Because some things are just like fun to watch. Yeah, and they I mean, don't have a fucking allegory, and someone just wrote it and like chuckled the whole way through, and then it is what it is, you know. Yeah, but I, because it's up for best picture, so it's like okay, if you're gonna heighten this, and I mean, honor not like they made thing. it for best picture, but like if that's if you you're gonna be elevate consistent. it, okay. yeah, it's like you got to be consistent. It's like there's not some Shakespeare scenes don't not make sense. Like you gotta be fucking in the on the track. Mm. You just have to be. Um. Like I'm doing my new show and there's some jokes that I'm like, I don't know if that's going to make it right? because you want it to be. I want because it's got to be of a type. You look like Ariana Grande just now. Something to think about. Goodbye. Um, You've got mail. N and B. I'm married 40 year old white guy and have been together with my amazing Dominican wife for 15 years. She was born and raised in the Bronx and Washington Heights. Anyway, a few weeks ago, we be, uh, a few weeks after we began dating, or more likely during our first argument, uh, disagreement, fight, uh, probably the first day because she's Dominican, she bestowed upon me undoubtedly one of the highest honors available to us white Americans. She called me the N-word. She has never been egregious, loud, or reckless with it, reserving it for when she's mad, frustrated, or exasperated about something that I, I'm doing or did, but definitely drops it enough so that it happens in front of her friends and our friends and family needless to say it's ridiculous and hilarious and we'll never tire of it neil you know a lot of blacks uh oh black Uh people we were looking for black people (laughs) we were looking for black people um so i'm sure this has been part of your life since you were four but i was wondering if bianca has ever dropped it on other white guys she's been involved with how it was received any awkward moments i think uh, that's a very good question and then he goes on to say i was a huge crush on bianca Bianca, I can't imagine what the filthy shit you must have said that required censoring last week. But I came home and immediately gave my wife the business. Uh, we don't need to get into that. Oh, my God. Um, I'm, this is not a filthy. <laughs> it's a fucking try to turn it into a filth shop. This is not a Have you shack, called a white date, uh, white boyfriend the N-word? Um, yes, but not honestly. You right. know, just out of joking or something yeah. like that. Not out of being mad. Uh, you can throw in a white nigga. Right. But that's just like a joke, like being like silly. And, right. No, never never out of like an honest, like, hey, blah, 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 blah. No. That's one of my favorite use of the N-word is to using it instead of crazy person. Like, what are you doing? Like, right. what are you doing? Like, that's the best. Like crazy person. Right. But you mean to anybody? Well, yes. No, it's, I mean, it's more fun. Well, I mean, to me, the most fun is black people calling white people the N word. Oh, yeah. That's the most fun. It's the most fun use of it. Uh, They're always like. And we used it to death on Chappelle's show. Uh, Not, not, we didn't overuse it. But no, in the blind white supremacist, he calls two white kids a, uh, (laughs) the N word. And they're fucking, they can't believe it. That is so funny. Um, yeah, no, I think it's funny. It's very funny when black people call white people the N-word because they don't always know how to react. And that is also yeah. very funny. Yes, correct. Uh, why don't you read this one, Banks? Thanks. 
Bring some bass. Bring some momentum. Okay. Give me the music. Well, I got some allergies going on, but I'm going to figure it out. Hey, Neil and Binks. I recently saw some graffiti of a white hand shacking a black hand. And it got me thinking about how white and black people depict ideal race relations. Uh, Okay. The hand shake. Oh, okay. Shaking. Okay. What the fuck? Let me do this again. It was his typo. No, it, no, keep going. Are you sure? Well, yeah. it meant, no, he meant I shaking. No, they'll get it. They'll get it. They'll uh, get it. I thought it meant shackling. No. Nope. The handshake seemed to come from a white perspective, sort of we're even Stevens now. No take backsies mentality. Meanwhile, black art that depicts positive race relations is usually about specific individuals who are all right. And if they are white, guys are usually a, a harmless, well intended dork. My question is how do you? Each conceptualized positive race relations on a social level. 538 a while ago mentioned an interesting statistic that only white liberals express a greater preference for people not in their race than, uh, I don't, than, than, in it, it. than in it. I don't know. Thoughts. Sorry, I fucked that up. No, you didn't. Um, <laughs> we so have to support <laughs> Bianca, you guys. That was so shitty. Okay. Yeah, uh, Brad Williams is starting a Kickstarter for Fuck you. Fuck you. Um, He's up to uh, just don't blow it. Okay. Um, don't don't, don't say the N word in old okay. videos in one of your auditions. Uh, I mean, yeah, that is like it is white people think that like, hey, can we all? Uh, it's the pilgrim shit. It's the same fucking pose. It's just I the whole I don't see race. Yeah. Everyone. It's kind of condescending. I mean, I don't but, think they're saying I don't see race. They're saying it like we're shaking on. It's like the old like ta da, like to the white hand and black hand, and we're gonna do this and like. But it doesn't. The white hand has to be helping the black hand. They right. just shaking, and it's like no, you need a fucking carabiner and a rope. But it's and because help, <laughs> help, help, <laughs> help them, help them. Uh, no, I think it's like, condescending nature of those kind of you know murals or whatever is that they want it all to be okay let's yeah. just it's like an argument it's like don't be mad anymore it's fine like everyone wants to feel good and positive but there's just we're turning the page it's right. that thing it's no, like no we don't gotta turn the page why are we why still what's wrong with this page we're still on this page and uh we we are still on the page they just yeah. why people really want to feel good and move on in all honesty they don't you know, they feel bad. They want to turn a new leaf, but they don't. I just feel like as a whole don't want to put in the effort that it takes to make it 100% whole for black people. You know what I mean? Well, they they can't. They're not going to. Right. So they're like, we're square, right? And then black people aren't going to go like, no, right. we're not. Like they want the thing, the like half a loaf, so to speak. Uh, but what are they you know it's a white people want like where it's all forgiven right and it's like what you've done is so egregious it you haven't even apologized they've never apologized for slavery right like congress has never apologized for slavery they was brought up during the clinton administration they were like no right we're not apologizing so what page are we turning you won't even acknowledge that that's a bad page but we need to move forward and uh, it's it, like a it's like an argument when you do something wrong to me 
And then you're, you know, let's just, we're over it. Let's you you know like, what? It's in the past. We can't keep dwelling on the past. And, <laughs> Why you bring up old shit? Yeah. Even though the prison is full of, it's all about dwelling on the past. Has anybody asked Bernie what his take on uh, the over-incarceration of black people is? Do you know? It? I'm sure it's like what Great. you think it is. Sure. But. Yeah, I'm sure it's like decriminalize marijuana, open the, you know. Um, Etc. Goodbye. Um, well, no, let me do another one. Let me do another one. Go. Uh, do another. shit off. All right. You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca, massive fan of the podcast. I listened to your appearance. Neil, I listened to your appearance on Theo's pod, and I love your patience of shutting out all the noise and asking yourself, what do I like for maximum happiness in this short-ass life? I agree with this idea, but I'd argue it is much easier to live by this if you are very financially stable. What advice would you give to a 20-year-old like me who's trying to live by this principle whilst figuring out a well-paying career? Much love from Newfoundland, Canada. Um, wh the what do I like thing is a thing that I do sometimes, which is just close my ears and literally just go like, what do I what like? What do I like? What do I like? What do I like? What do I like? And then whatever comes up is what you should do. With your life and your day. I've given my friends that advice. I'm like, go home, sit by yourself, plug your ears. What do you want to do yeah. in this situation? Yep. Then figure and that out. And it's very clarifying. Money, obviously money is a huge uh, difference maker. Think about it. How much do you have, how little shit do you have to do that you don't how little how how little can you do of shit you don't like yeah how much shit do you that you don't like do you have to do that's what i'm trying to say so and then just try to mitigate it like i think people it's like how can i live how what sort of surroundings can i be comfortable with what sort of like really think about like am i a you know do i need a huge house do right. i because people get houses every person i know that has a big house doesn't use 80 percent of the house right it's just a bunch of fucking empty rooms like, right but they wanted a big house i think about sometimes getting a big house. i'm like i don't need i need you one need... bedroom could you live in a one a nice house one bedroom apartment apartment yeah of course like yeah i'm not i but i'm saying i need one bedroom in a house i don't need a seven bedroom house right um I would want like I my in an ideal world I get one of those like houses with the big shrubs in front that you can't get <laughs> no one come in right no one in no one out and I have like a one bedroom house and like that's <laughs> it looks it. like it's a mansion it's no just... it doesn't even look like a mansion I don't need a big you I just, just don't, don't want need anybody a to big, see I just eat in front of the TV like I don't need any of it I don't I my Bowflex I have my Bowflex my little my podcast Bobo. studio Will's got his area we got my bed upstairs. <laughs> Broken. Thank you. Website. I, I, I watched, I read that book, Mommy Dearest, a long time ago. And I remember she was saying that a lot of famous people at the time had these gigantic houses, but financially they would usually only use the living room in like one or two rooms and the others would be closed off unless they had like people over. Yeah. Like closed off, heat off, turned down lights, plastic on furniture, like. Yeah, there's it's no point. Show. Now you don't now like now your your significant other decorates all like eh, it might be 
Sebastian is probably the only person who uses his whole house. Yeah, yeah. Because he's always like, I'm entertaining. I'm right, flipping. Right. I'm out here on he's the thing. He's doing like gymnastic yeah. stuff yeah. and hilarious. Um, so, but most people do not use. You don't need it. What do I need? And then what do I like? Maybe right. it's the way to do it. What do I need? What do I like? Um, is good even at any income level. I think it's worthwhile. Not what do other people want me to need or like. What do I like? Mm. So something. Tell them Uncle Neil sent you. <laughs> Goodbye. Papa Neil. Oh, there's some bipolar stuff coming up, which is interesting. You've got mail. Hey, guys. 36-year-old bipolar disordered female from New Jersey here to defend Neil's joke about dating bipolar people. Run, run as fast as you can. It's better off for the both of us um, if you just leave me alone. And um, by the way, Neil, thank you for feeling bad for people who have bipolar disorder. Um, pity me. Give me all your pity. Thank you. I need it. Bipolar disorder sucks. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. She sounds hot. She does sound really hot. She sounds really like she she's she's hot and cold. She sounds hot and cold. Uh, All right. So there's another one after that. You've Uh, got mail. What up, Neil Bianca? Huge fan of the podcast. Fuck with Neil Champs. Chappelle Show. Saw him live a couple years ago. Da 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 da. Um, I love three mics, especially how it destigmatized mental health. In your most recent podcast, you talked about bipolar and getting static about the joke you told about dating bipolar people in your 20s. I was diagnosed with bipolar about eight years ago and would push back on your reaction that you feel terrible when you hear about someone being diagnosed with bipolar because the treatment results in them being anesthetized. That's been far from my experience. You're right. The highs of bipolar do feel awesome when you're on them, but then you have to deal with the fallout of your behavior when you come down. Reckless spending, sexualized behavior, and just living without a filter and having limitless energy. I was fortunate enough to have only a couple manic episodes that were uh, basically me reliving Holden Caulfield's experience from Catching the Rye. The lows of bipolar are especially terrible because the depression you feel is exacerbated by coming down from what you thought was, quote unquote, the time of your life. It's not a sustainable way to live at all. Think about when celebs like Kanye get hospitalized for exhaustion. I've been on a low dose of lithium and Prozac throughout my recovery, and it's been immensely helpful helpful in leveling me out. As long as I keep regular sleep, exercise, and predictable work schedule, I'm able to lead a great life. I'm now an administrator at a middle school, recently married to a beautiful black doctor. Yes. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, black doctor. Um <laughs> I like that she's a black doctor. I know. And no longer post hundreds of lame IG posts and tweets with goofy selfies and song lyrics. I'm reaching out to you because I think you've been a huge advocate for mental health and have helped normalize the conversation about depression. I'm not trying to preach to you at all, but just want you to give, I just want to give you the perspective of someone living with bipolar who's incredibly grateful for my diagnosis and medications. Thanks for reading. Hope you come to Boston soon. So, Dude, I know people who I thought were bipolar and they, they post lame ig posts and tweets I, they just anyways sorry that just yeah says, but they don't know they it's really it starts getting real like uh, i've talked this? to one of them being like it's not that funny it's kind of vulgar and weird it's like they get very defensive and anyways i i wonder if that's like uh, one of the ways the outlet to kind of get ahead of it or um sure. yeah the uh i mean 
th- this is a prime example of like you there is no one size fits all for mental health it's you got to try 70 medicine like yeah. one guy and one lady's like pity me it's the worst another guy's like i found the right medicine it's great black so she fucking married a black doctor uh do you do you did you do you understand it more than like the average bear or do you just kind of know like a bit about it i know we talked about, about bipolar last, yeah i don't know how much i know honestly I only know from honestly. I, the only thing I know is from Homeland, <laughs> because That's she fine. like had bipolar. She plays jazz. <laughs> she does. I was talking about that last night. Nothing made me uncomfortable than her playing jazz because it was <laughs> shitty jazz. It was so bad. It was, it was like, like bad <laughs> jazz, like handheld camera. It was POVs. It was like what is it when you can use. Uh, music for free in your movies. Yeah, what was it? It was just uh, like that. It was like license school. Yeah, yeah, it was just free library. license library. Yeah, jazz. It was <laughs> so. <laughs> Shut up. That's exactly. Well, drop, what it was. drop, drop one in on the video. <laughs> um, um. So yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's the the best illustration. I. I also think people have different experiences. I think people get manic and, you know. Like Brody kicked a cop in the chest during a manic episode, right? Just, and then he ends up killing him. I, it's right because he stopped taking his medicine. It was I his think. birthday the other day. I know. Um, so no one size fits all, but uh, I guess what we learned is uh, listen to the person and don't assume. When you assume, you make an ass of you and me. Goodbye. <clears throat> You've got mail. Deal. Hello, Neil and Bickertons. I've been listening to the podcast and also going through life with the notion that I have more have more in common with the black people problems that are talked about on here than anything else. Growing up as a poor white, I didn't have opportunities, I didn't have health care, and I would be frequently be profiled by the police and other people in power. Uh, but instead of judging me f- from the color of my skin, I was judged for being dirty, broke, born on the wrong side of the track. I like that he was dirty. Uh, up until this week I've been frustrated with all the misconceptions that been frustrated with all the misconceptions that all white people have it worse than all black people but it finally dawned on me after a lot of reflection and a lot of unsent email drafts to this podcast I'm a 28 year old uh, man and I've spent the last 10 years working hard and becoming a regular white I'm no longer impoverished and even though I still have the scars from my childhood I've assimilated. You can work hard and make a good life for yourself as a black person, but when you walk past someone's car in the parking lot, you would still hear them locking their door like I used to. Um, Also, yes, I realize that this is entirely covered in the song Story of OJ by Jay-Z, but it just hasn't sunk in until now. I think we can quit the podcast, guys. I think (laughs) We we did it. We did it. We changed it. We made a white cleanup. He cleaned up his whiteness and he became a full-fledged member of society <laughs> with all the benefits of being white, which uh, black people have to be so absurdly famous to get the full white portfolio. He can molt. He can shed. Yep. He can, he can shed that skin and all we have is memories. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't have to live it he doesn't have yeah to keep well convincing he doesn't people. you can work you can you can bootstrap your way out of it yeah whereas white will go up here by your bootstraps you're still when the cops pull me it's like the rock did the joke the other night on the oscars like mahershala ali has two oscars 
And uh, you know what that means when it gets pulled over by the cops? Nothing. nothing. Like fucking so nothing. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> um, so so I'm I'm genuinely glad that we uh, we do white conversion therapy on here. Yeah. Um, we should start a fucking. We should start center. a white conversion <laughs> seminar area. Um, <laughs> there was I think Schumer did that uh, sketch. I think I directed some parts of it about like taking your grandmother like a dog training school but for right. racist grannies that's good yeah it was funny that's funny um goodbye hey neil bianca on the re- uh go ahead okay you've got mail hey neil and bianca on the recent episode you briefly mentioned you woke uh, uh, you briefly mentioned woke black women dating white guys curious to know your thoughts on the reasoning behind that i've noticed that most woke women of all races who shit on white men tend to date mostly white men my take is that most black and Latino men wouldn't put up with their overly woke nonsense, whereas the overt wokeness seems to mostly come from women and self-hating white boys. Feel free to correct me, which I know you will. Bye. Um, yeah, I mean, my, I, the, we got a few of these questions. And I don't almost don't want to address it because there's a racist undertone to it. Uh, yeah, I thought about it when we were done with our like, podcast. It's a bit like it. I'm not going to even say it's like dirty laundry. It's just I don't like where they're like, wait, what's this thing that when I thought about it after we talked about it, the conclusion I came up with is a bit. I don't know. It's a bit prejudice <laughs> against whom? Blah. Well, I don't know. I can, you can I mean, I don't, it doesn't, I, I know what you mean. I don't like, I don't know. Maybe that's who they want to date. I don't fucking know. I don't, I think that like, it's one of those things that like interesting, but if you're not, if we're not going to judge white women for wanting to date black men or black men for it's, I don't know. I, 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 it, there's a lot of woke black men, Jordan Peele, uh, Childish Gambino, they have white wives, yeah. and especially Jordan Peele, Get Out was some could argue like about yeah. black family unity. I mean, I'm I'm yeah. sure that wasn't it, but you know, you could make an argument. Well, his mom's against, white. I mean, I like you know. I just mean like it was. It kind of showed of a course. black guy going into yeah. a white world yeah, and yeah, not being. Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So he's just as woke, and right. he has a yeah. So I kind of feel like I don't care. When they do it, so I'm not going to be like, oh, I noticed. <laughs> I don't think that they're more, I don't think the women, the woke women are are uh, less righteous or more righteous than the woke men. I don't fucking know. It, that's why I'm just like, eh, I'm glad we read it, but I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to like give, it felt, it felt like white guys, I don't know who wrote that letter, but it felt like white guys kind of like, yeah, give me a thing that I can criticize them for. Oh, uh, you feel dirty? Yeah, I don't like it. Goodbye. Okay. No, I don't like it. Um, this is a longy. Long AF. Long gagi. You've got me. Um, this woman. Uh, anyways, the recent podcast you were talking about cutting off your family with as largely white privilege, since a lot of times people of color might face more financial hurdles if they tell their abusive family to fuck off. I'm Canadian black woman in her twenties who comes from an extremely religious Muslim family. My immediately family are totally down for enforced hijab, extremely intolerant to anything Western, Western, no music allowed. And I'm 80% sure a 
couple of them have gins in them. Thank you. Uh, uh, Bianca can elaborate, but basically there's a whole lot of mental health issues on top of the emotional and physical abuse. Anyways, Bianca, I can't wait to hear you elaborate. Anyways, my sister and I basically ran away in our early 20s and have been living a pretty average non-Muslimly life, which took a while. If you think Catholic guilt is bad, Neil, ex-Muslim women guilt is a whole other thing. For real. Um, we've had a couple of financial scares, but nothing our younger selves couldn't handle on our own. During that time, we've had minimal contact with our family, just like the occasional text call to them to let them know we're alive and to check they're still intolerant. Um, I wonder how that goes. Like, still intolerant? Okay, cool. <laughs> um, we've also had a couple of visits home, too, of course, in our hijabs, uh, where we act 100% fake just to relive, relieve some of our guilt for abandoning them. Recently, my sister was in an accident in Thailand. Is okay for the most part, but still sustained some pretty bad injuries. And of course, a hefty medical bill of $10,000. We had, which to a Canadian person is a hefty medical bill. Um, We had to contact the family and ask for help. Don't get me wrong. My parents aren't loaded by any means, but they do have extended family. They could ask that they have footed the bill for other things in that price range before for other siblings that do actually live a Muslim lifestyle. At first, they were willing to help, but wanted to go there first. I told them that's completely fair. Got to see what you're paying for at the end of the day. I just said, give her a week to sort herself out. And by sort herself out, I mean, get rid of the liquor at her place, her guitar, and oh yeah, her live-in boyfriend. All of these things are big no-nos, even though they haven't really seen us in damn near six to eight years. Also, I should know my parents know how we live. They just don't want to see any of it or discuss it. So anyways, they didn't listen and bought themselves a ticket for the next day. Anyways, I called them and asked them to change the date for a couple days later and at least to buy her some time my mom responded i don't want to stay at her place she doesn't want me i'll stay at a hotel which would never happen anyways fast forward my sister talks to her and is in is obs like no you can't come tomorrow my mom freaks out and goes if you're living a life you want to hide from me to the point where you can't even see i can't even see you in 24 hours without hiding things i don't need to be seeing you anyways uh and you're none of my business if you're living an ungodly life and i hope and I won't be helping you with the bill at all. Good luck. And hung up. I wish I was making this up. But anyways, it's 2020. My parents are this way. And it's just got me feeling a little nihilistic. Like, goddamn, what is even the point? She might budge if my sister has a religious awakening overnight. So should we pretend to be fake Muslim for survival reasons or face the odds of life basically alone? This is mostly a rhetorical question because I know for a fact I can't wear a hijab. I'm sorry. P.S. Love the podcast. Helps me get through long work days. Uh, also, Neil, I loved your take on revenge on the last podcast. <laughs> Saving all your energy for eventual revenge is the way to go. Um, yeah, I mean, it, you know Pascal's wager. Pascal's no. wager is uh, this guy Blaise Pascal is a French, I believe, maybe Dutch philosopher. But his thing was, even if you don't believe in God, just pretend, right. and that's the wager. And if you're right. If there is a God, then you're fucking, then when you get to God, you'd be like, hey, buddy. Right. There's a similar thing with parents where it's like, yeah, I believe. Right. For fucking, for money. Yeah. For fucking ease of use. Yeah. Just for the holidays. There's like a similar, I don't know this lady's name. Uh, we'll call it Jen's wager. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like. That that you just kind of fake yeah, it, do it around your parents. It's like Sebastian's joke about there's two prices: the price you actually paid, the one you tell your dad you paid. Right. So you don't fucking feel bad. Like you what? Um. So you, I feel like you're probably still in that world, right? 
Yeah, I mean, there's we're talking about white America mostly versus black America, but you know, we're not talking about religious parts of America cuz religion I feel like religion here is a little bit more I don't know, we've come to terms with something. Los Angeles or uh, just in America. Uh-huh. But like especially eastern cultures that come here very much like to keep the western culture out in the family like in the home and very much want to keep their values in so even though we are in america they still go through life with like my back home thing which i totally understand but um super religious intolerant muslim anything insert whatever i think it kind of does i don't know i never grew up with intolerant there was bacon on the table, grandma at the other end. No one's really tripping. In Iran. Graham? Like, grandma? Oh, I thought you meant like a grandma Coke. Like, what? <laughs> what? No, my grandma, my really religious Muslim grandma. But uh, yeah, I can understand. There's There are really super religious, especially like I'm just going to talk from what I understand, yeah. like Muslim people who do, you know, if you disobey the family, not, I've never heard of it in Iran, but I know in like Pakistan, they do like honor killings and this and that. Yeah. That's not the norm, but it does happen. So I don't know. I think just appease them. There's so many people who live so many different lifestyles and then they just wait to their parents to like. Yeah. Pass. I mean, I guess it's like, at what age do you stop bothering? Like I don't go to church when I go to, to my mom's house. Right, but like don't we Christmas always put on some sort of good face for our parents, even if it's not religious? Yeah. I, you know, we uh, all yes, are kind of lying to our parents stops, forever. Yeah. I mean, well, the thing I was going to point out is like all of religion is a bribe. Yeah, for real. It's a bribe. It's like it's do the whole it. thing's a bribe. If you're going to do it, you want to get into heaven. I'm going to need you to go fun. to this building once a week and you're going to need to read these books and just that's again <laughs> up to you. Listen. So I'm not surprised that rarely do you not rarely, but yeah, everyone at least you're at least they're being real about it. I'm like, nah. They're being straight Muslim, up. Um I it's think fucked lie. up that they won't give her the money, but No, uh, I ju- I honestly think what you're saying. Just lie. Yeah. Lie, get the money, survive. You're gonna live your life. Either they yeah. already kind of understand. Would you want your kid to lie? No, but I also wouldn't I don't believe in putting intolerant like narrow-minded views on my child and like setting a way for them to behave. A buddy of mine was saying he had a daughter that had just turned 13 and he goes, so now the name of the game is I set rules and then she has to secretly try to break them. He was just like open about it. Like that's what, that's the relationship is like, I have this standard of code of behavior and then you try to sneak around it. I think I was raised with strict parents in my opinion, they were strict about certain yeah. things, even though I had very good grades and I was doing soccer. And I, I think I did all the things I needed to do, but there was some social control that comes with the territory. But I didn't love at all because I went out of my way to be very independent at a really early age. And my brother wasn't very independent, but he got sort of social freedoms that I couldn't get, which really um, pissed me off. So I know that I would parent my kids in a way that didn't make them feel so judged just for the fact that they're a woman, you know? Yeah. I would just do the opposite of what my parents did, essentially. Yeah, I don't, I mean, that's like now that weed's legal. I I still feel 
like it's illegal. Kevin Christie has a joke. It still smells illegal. <laughs> You're like, that can't be legal. My friend was smoking weed outside of a movie we were going to, and there's a cop, and I was like, dude. You're going to get us killed. She's like, no. Or my friends from London yesterday were like, oh, can we go to a weed like shop? Like, I think you need to register with California. <laughs> I don't, I think there's a lot of shit. And they were like, no, you're fine. I'm um, Wait, do you smoke weed, by the way? No, don't like it. Why? Um, I, It just makes me feel like a dud. Just saps my personality. It's like not, <laughs> I. it doesn't, I don't like, I like being sober. I like stimulants. I'd rather be a speedier version of myself than like. What right. man? What? <laughs> and I'm also so I like control, so I don't like like what even is it? I, right. it, I hate it. Okay, hate it. Goodbye. You've got mail. Question for Neil: You and Bobby Lee are two of my favorite comedians. Eclectic, I know, and I think Bobby <laughs> deserves a membership into your mental health awareness entourage. I don't have one. Curious your thoughts on how both of your childhood experiences manifested themselves in your mental health struggles. Any past and presence you both described. Those childhood times is the impetus behind your stand-up careers, but your approaches are completely antithetical. You both had alcoholic fathers, but as a listener, Bobby sounded more violent, drug-ridden. Thoughts? Just a useless observation of two broken comedians by a broken man himself. Um, play the harmonica. Um, yeah, I Bobby's was more. Bob, I think Bobby's dad was more like openly abusive because yeah. it was he was like. It sounds like he was in my head. He was just like from a village in Korea, Korea, and like, like it's brutal. Um, so, and the impetus. I mean, I think that the the I read an article about why a bad childhood helps more comedians have bad childhoods than like normal people, uh, which is you you minimize shit like you know you just get instantly you just instantly minimize shit and you're getting you're going to get revenge and you have to be fast and you have to be like witty witty is basically like you're in a hostile environment yeah. when you're little so you have to be like you're you just develop survival instincts that become as adults it becomes com comedy um but yeah so i don't yeah that's bobby's I think talk about it more because he like he's been talking about sobriety a lot lately. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Bobby's I, Bobby's great because Bobby's just like an open wound. Yeah. He'll talk um, about anything. But he's also like gets off. He's like, they sucked. I was <laughs> yeah. fucking. But he looks like he's having the greatest sweating, time there. Sweating. No, well, he but he never bombs and he always thinks he's bombing. He has he set bombs. his career dysmorphia. He doesn't. He can't. <laughs> He can't figure it out. Goodbye. Um, so thank you. I'll bring him into my mental health entourage. You've got Hey, mail. guys. Day One Feeler here. Big fan of what you guys are doing and the constructive conversation that you have. Yeah. Uh, you're converting whites all the time. Um, you guys have covered Neil's pettiness pretty extensively over the last couple of weeks. And as, uh, and as Neil's a very high achiever, I was wondering if you think there is a link between success and pettiness. I can one sensitivity and desire to hold on to grudges be a great motivator. Is pettiness a common trait amongst the winner circle i like that's become a phrase um i'm thinking about michael jordan's hall of fame speech uh which revealed him to be the goat of not only basketball but also pettiness kobe and shaq's rivalry also notoriously petty can you think of times when you have been the opposite of petty and chosen to take the high road and be the bigger person when someone has tried to sun you 
do you think there are benefits to avoiding the pettiness, either psychological or socially? There must be someone who you know in the winner's circle who isn't petty and who you respect for being consistently able to be the bigger person. If so, give the non-petty hero a shout out. Uh, winners. I would say that Seth Myers and John Legend are like the nicest, least petty people I can think of. Yeah. And also like got nicer with success. Uh, Chrissy's on my on the petty list so like <laughs> on your level yeah like chrissy's right there with me um so those guys i mean i don't think it's all i think it's a lot of comedians but i think that what people fail to realize is just life it's we're if you're in an in, whatever business you're in it's basically a cruise ship and you're just going to be bumping into people mm. forever right so you know, people got people are in showbiz because they got their feelings hurt and they're here to show everybody. Right. So just try not to don't be an asshole if you can help it. Now there I trust me, there are probably people more people that think I'm an asshole than than I think are assholes. Like everyone I have and then people go, I thought it was really you were just kind of quiet and like just there to work. Mm. Yeah, that's I didn't yeah, man. Um, I don't go out of my way to be mean and I try not to draw first blood. Right. Uh, but yeah, like I was saying last week without naming it, very petty. I mean, the, the people do jokes on award shows and then like, there's always a backstory, right? There's a backstory for like, Oh, you don't know about like, I remember somebody Ben Affleck or somebody did a did a joke about um the guy uh the guy who does the the family guy. Um Seth when McFarland. Seth McFarland hosts the Oscars, I remember Ben Affleck going like, I think he's doing great, but meanwhile he wasn't doing great. Like you can just say like, oh we they probably fucked the same girl or right, like, right, right. there's some it's like a mob movie where it's gonna come back. Mm. It's gonna oh, you shouldn't have done that. It's gonna come back right. at some point. Uh, so you're better off and the people that I have wronged or been shitty to, I, you know, like Donald Glover, I was like, I was wrong about you, you know, or the guy who emailed me and was like, right. sorry about that. I think it's a smart thing, whether you work with a person again or not, because th- there's just a lot of you people ask about each other. Wait, so Shaq, that tell me how my ass taste was about Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he just it's he freestyled it. Yeah, it's like Kobe. Told me my Uh, yeah, yeah. They didn't they didn't get along. But Um, it's hard to be petty to other people in the winter circle. It, but not impossible. (laughs) It's not impossible. It's it's harder, but um, but it's not impossible because you can just go. I don't. If they're there, I'm not going. Or we, you need to keep us apart. Or um, do you bite your tongue a lot more in the winter circle? I feel like you let a lot more slide. It's like ah, I there were see a couple jokes at Dave's Kennedy Center thing that I cut. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that were just like, nah. I'm just being petty. I'm literally just being petty. Like he'll know it's petty, right? Or she'll know it's petty. The audience might not know, but they'll know. Uh, so yeah, the people are very, it's a bunch of petty little, petty little babies. Mm. 
petty little talented babies. So if you know, it's never over. Even when you know, as I was saying last week, like all the, it's never over. Right. It's just you're never. It's the same cruise ship, or like you might. You ever have a thing where like people there'll be a truce, right? And then a week later it'll be like, oh motherfucker, you da 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 da. Like, aren't you experiencing that right now? <laughs> yes, but I'm saying like in there'll be a truce in friend in your friend group. Right, and then, and then you'll it's get like, in the oh, car with, here we are again. Yeah, I'm shocked right. that this person did the thing that I got mad at him for. There's always that level of, so it's just no different. It's the same exact thing. But you can, you can, uh, and yeah, it helps. It helps. I mean, it doesn't help you write jokes. It never helped me write jokes, but uh, it definitely is motivating when people are being treated better than you mm. it's like oh these motherfuckers right oh these like get them yeah and not even i'm not even gonna get the people that are being treated better than me i'm gonna get the system <laughs> when i get the chance um that's the funny thing about podcasts and all that shit is and and sort of more self-selection is when comedy like when i was first in comedy there was, you know, these castles of like NBC and Letterman right. and The Tonight Show. And it would be all this like, so-and-so got that. And this is like, they're all just like the one person. And it's all right. the popularity contests and all this shit. And then as soon as people get a podcast, they just want to book the most famous people they know. It's like, it's the same, it's the same fucking thing. thing, dude. It's the same thing that you used to complain about. Yeah. I, I'm surprised how many people have podcasts and just want to interview and... Yeah. Like get the scoop. It's just yeah. like you can do what you want. You can do, you can what do whatever you, you don't whatever have to you talk. want. You yeah. can do any format you well, want. Well, it's just better for business. What bit what business just what what? Cause I want to be successful. Okay. Oh, and then don't get complain about it when don't get yeah, don't complain about it right when you when you uh when you're not booked on something. You can't have it both ways because yeah. you know it's upsetting when it's that clear when like, no, right. we don't want you. We want <laughs> them. And you're like, Oh, right. It's. And when it's your friend, you're kind of like, Oh, fuck you. <laughs> oh yeah. Fuck you. Okay. Fuck you. Haven't we done enough podcasts? I feel like we guys, did enough podcasts, I'm, right guys? I'm full. That's it. I'm stuffed. <laughs> uh, we did it. I'll, we'll see you in a week. You guys are fantastic. You teach us new things all the time. I love your emails. Good people. Smart. Really the best people. The best. Goodbye. How do you feel? How do you feel? How do you feel? How do you feel? How do you feel?